the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Isaiah 7, 14. What's going on, everybody? I'm Stuart. And I'm Melissa. And uh, depending on which of the uh, podcasts you're listening to, uh, we're doing something a little bit different. So uh, as many of you know, I've got my own personal podcast, which is called Stu on This. And then Melissa and I have one that we do together called Life and Rhythm. And uh, for this holiday season uh, leading up towards Christmas, uh, I came to Melissa with this idea of um, doing these special uh, uh, episodes for the next few weeks, um, just focusing all around Advent. Um, So you'll still get the Life and Rhythm episodes as they drop the second uh, and fourth Monday of every month. And then uh, if you listen to the Stew on this podcast, that's still going to drop the first Monday of every month. Uh, so just consider these bonus episodes um, for, for you, depending on which one that you listen to. And if, you have, if you're listening to the Stew on this and you haven't listened to Life in Rhythm, uh, consider that my shameless plug to go listen to that one. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that one. And if you're listening to the Life in Rhythm one and you haven't listened to the Stew on this one, uh, go listen to that one because, again, I'm being biased and I think that one's pretty good and I got some great interviews with some people in that one. But um, like I said, I just came to Melissa and I said, hey, I have this idea um, in the Christian world. uh, There's this focus around uh, this thing called Advent and it happens uh, beginning the Sunday beginning um, four weeks leading up till Christmas. Um, And it's usually falls between like November 27th, December 3rd, which we're recording right now is uh, November 29th. So obviously we're we're in week one of this. So my goal for this um, is is mainly this. Um, Advent focuses around or has uh, four keywords that is associated with it. And I'll get more into the history, a little bit of the history of Advent here in a second. But um, those keywords that are usually associated with Advent, you'll see these in the Advent wreath, and that's that wreath that's got the four candles with it. Um, you light each candle, one each week. Um, but those words are hope, love, joy, and peace. Um, so for the next four weeks, uh, starting with this episode, we're going to focus on each one of those four words each week um, and uh, kind of just focus in on that and then hopefully give you a little bit of Uh, some encouraging application that you might be able to live out this week. Now, here's why this is important. So Advent, so here we are in the middle of this Christmas season right now. Right, babe? You're just sitting over there. (laughs) It's not that I bring it back in. Um, Here we are sitting in the middle of this Christmas season, and this is one of the most unique Christmas seasons I've ever had because we are sitting in COVID. Currently, if you were to turn on the news, you would see where all the news agencies are giving their recommendations not to travel, to stay under one roof, to celebrate the holiday season with the immediate family members that you live with on an everyday basis. Um, So there is a lot of hope that is needed um, in the world right now, as always. Um, There's some love (laughs) that is needed between people. Yeah, definitely. Joy is needing to be felt right now. And peace. Um, so 
I, this is something that, if I were to be honest, I felt the Lord stirring on me up for a long time to focus in on the idea of Advent because I love the Christmas season and I've never really known how to go about that. Um, so this is kind of me bringing you, my wife, in on an adventure that I felt the Lord uh, telling me to do. So uh, so here, here's Advent. Okay, so you're listening to this and uh, maybe you are familiar with the term Advent. Maybe you go to a church and you guys celebrate Advent and maybe you have no idea what Advent is. So Advent is a Latin term which means coming. So the reason why this is celebrated within the Christian world uh, is mainly this. So um, Advent puts the focus, consider it like a, a cleansing of the body, if you will. Um, so uh, Advent puts the focus not on solely the birth of Jesus, but it puts the focus on the second coming of Jesus. So Advent has like this neat little like position um, within uh, Christian world where not only does it look forward to the second coming of Jesus, but it also plays this role of looking back to the birth Jesus. And the reason why that's important is because in um, the older culture, during Jesus' time, the Jewish people would have been looking back through the Old Testament, awaiting the advent, the coming of their Messiah. And that was fulfilled when Jesus came the first time. And now here, as Christians today, under New Testament law, under the new covenant of Jesus' blood, we look back through all of scripture for the uh, promise being fulfilled of the first coming of Jesus, which then gives us the uh, looking forward to the second coming. So it plays out that way. And that's the reason why those terms of hope, joy, peace, love get thrown into it. And that's where the cleansing comes from. So in the same way that you were to put your body through a cleanse um, during this holiday season, uh, you as a believer, um, you can put your spiritual needs through a cleanse and put the focus for the next four weeks, not only looking back on the promises fulfilled of the first coming of Jesus, but putting your focus towards the second coming of Jesus through just those four main words of hope, peace, love, joy. Um, so that's it. That's what Evan is. It's really this refocusing, this recalibration of with all the hustle and bustle that comes with the Christmas season and then add on the chaos of COVID, um, focusing in these next four weeks on just each of those four main words is this recalibration back to what it's all about. And it's all about Jesus. So that's what we're going to do for these next four weeks. That's my backstory. So now we're just going to focus in on this word hope, right? And in the Bible, it talks a lot about hope. Um, so again, as I mentioned just in that breakdown, the hope for the Jewish people was um, by the time that we get to what we would know as the Christmas story, um, the, the nativity scene where with Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, everything that's building up for that, uh, the Jewish people are looking for hope in their dark world. Um, the book of Malachi closes. And then that's where the Old Testament, as it's laid out right now, ends. And then you have 400 years of silence. And so what that means is that there's no uh, God intervention taking place. There's no visitation of angels taking place. It just kind of seems like everything went silent on God's end. And then all of a sudden, uh, this angel appears to uh, 
to uh, uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth with this promise that they're going to have a child that we know as John, and that's John the Baptist, and he's a forerunner to this Messiah that all of the Jewish people have been waiting for. Now, under this cap, uh, during this time, they're under uh, rule of Rome, and Rome is just desecrating everything that they're about. They have no uh, respect or honor for anything that the Jewish people believe in. Um, you know, the Roman culture was very polytheistic, so they believed in many gods. Uh, they even uh, worshipped Caesar as God himself. And so you have this polytheistic um, culture that has invaded and taken this monotheistic culture in Israel, in, in uh, Jerusalem, um, under captivity and kind of oppressing them and forcing their ways on them. Um, so all that being said, during that time there was this huge need for hope in that day and the hope that everybody would have held on to with this white knuckle intensity was this idea of a messiah this promised figure that was going to come and establish god's kingdom on this earth um, overthrow any oppressors against god's chosen people the israelites and then um, really start establishing this um, this system of ruling that God is taking control over all things. So they have this image in their head, the Jewish people have this image in their head that this Messiah is going to come and he's going to bring an army and he's going to cause this uprising and down goes Rome. Um, very um, um, Braveheart-like yeah. in that, in yeah. that scene. Um, so that's the mentality that everybody has. But then what God had in mind wasn't so much of a Mel Gibson half blue face warrior out in the middle of the field someplace god's idea was your hope is going to come in the form of a baby so um all that being said since i'm giving all of the conversation here um babe when you when you read through the bible as you've walked out your faith and all that um do you feel like that, that you have a sense of hope that seems to go beyond all understanding that when everything else seems to be in chaos around you and people are freaking out, you walk in this sense of hope? Yeah, I think I do. I think that I constantly have to tell myself that no matter what's going on around me, I like I have hope in Jesus that he's going to take care of us. Like we have a roof over our head. You know, we have each other, um, especially in this COVID season right now. Like we may not be able to see extended family members and this and that, but um, I know that I still have hope in Jesus that he is going to get us through each and every day, no matter how hard it may get. If something changes last minute with, you know, the church shutting down and having to go virtual and working back from home again and just all these crazy things is, you know, I know that I have hope in him and that he will, you know, protect my family and, and bless us during this time. So one of the most famous Bible verses of all time uh, that actually gets used out of context on a pretty consistent basis is Jeremiah 29, 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Now, that's a great Bible passage to have plastered on your wall someplace, uh, whether that's at the office or uh, in your home or whatever, but the reason why I say that's usually taken out of context is because most people use that as a, well, the Lord's directing my steps. 
which is true. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. But um, when Jeremiah is giving this word to the uh, Jewish people from the Lord, um, they're going into captivity at the time. And the, it all plays out that, man, uh, God's plan is uh, going against what your plan might be. God's plan is that you're going to go into captivity, again, speaking um, historically. Um, and the reality is that for us right now, anything that we're going through, um, it, it may feel like that God's not with us. And it may feel like that we're going through our own trials and everything, but still at the end of the day, the Lord is still King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He's still sitting on his throne in heaven. And he would still say the promise that he gave to the Israelite people then, that he's got a plan for their lives, is in the same way that God has a plan for our lives as well. So here would be my encouragement for you as we uh, lean towards wrapping this up. Um, my encouragement would be this. The whole goal of Advent, like I said, is to recalibrate our focus back towards the main thing, keeping the main thing the main thing, which is that Jesus is the main thing. Um, the, the fun little saying that Jesus is the reason for the season, and it's true. Jesus is the reason for the season. So here's my encouragement to you. As you walk out this week, um, I don't know when you're listening to this. You might listen to this while you're on a treadmill at the gym or driving on your way to work or just sitting around the house. Um, because you're our friends and our family members are listening to this. And if you're not our friends or family members and you just came across this, thank you for listening. Um, but either way, my encouragement to every single one of you would be the same. Find a way that you can live out hope this next week. Just a simple, and it, it could be the smallest thing, um, moment of transparency. I, I think that um, my wife will be okay with me sharing this. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but we actually put in an offer on a house. So as we sit here right now recording this, we won't hear whether or not our offer was accepted for uh, just under 24 hours. So our hope is this right now, I think, for us, is that that offer would be accepted and we will uh, eventually, within the near future, become um, homeowners, which would be something a new adventure for us as a family, um, something that we're very much looking forward to. Um, but while that is a hope that we'll live out this week, um, our overall hope at the end of the day is in Jesus. That no matter what our dream is, Jesus has a better dream for us. And we're, yeah, his plan is better than one that we can come up with. Um, so just think of one small thing that you can do to live out um, the, uh, the action of hope. Um, in this week. Uh, do you have anything, babe? No, I think it's a really good encouragement. I mean, it's um, it's hard to be hopeful during the season, um, not only just the Christmas season, but the COVID season. And, you know, I know a lot of people are struggling out there and um, just know that you're not alone and that God, God has got you and just put your trust and faith and hope in him. So, yeah, that's good. Well, that's week one of this little Advent <laughs> series that we're doing. Um, again, hope, joy, love, peace. Those are going to be the things that we're focusing in on. Uh, so as you listen to this, um, uh, live out 
those things. Um, and I would even say this. If you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, um, you can follow Life and Rhythm. Uh, primarily as well, we'll do this. I might do this on my own personal Instagram. We'll see. Um, but we want to be more interactive with you guys as listeners. So if you haven't followed the Life and Rhythm Instagram page, go follow that this week. And uh, we'll be more interactive with you guys just asking and even providing ways of how you can live hope out in this uh, chaotic week. Because here's the thing. This is what I know. I'm going to try not to go on a rant here, but this is what I know. As you try to recalibrate your life and put more focus on Jesus, so if you try to live out this Advent season putting focus where it's supposed to be on Jesus, that means that you're putting a bigger target on your back that our enemy Satan is not going to like it at all. He's going to try to do anything and everything he can to distract you from putting your focus where it belongs in the, to begin with. Um, so we're going to try to help you guys along in this week to keep that focus on Jesus, to help keep you calibrated and to help keep you focused on hope in this upcoming week. So make sure you follow us on Life and Rhythm. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. I'll put it in the show notes. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing um, how um, joyful, how peaceful, how hopeful, and how loving your holiday season can be uh, through the rest of 2020. So thank you guys for being on this adventure with us. Thanks, we love you. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.